Hello everyone, my name is David Indo and I'm the co-founder and CEO of IDcoms. Welcome to Media Snack Meets, where we meet the individuals and organizations doing great work to inspire success and drive change within the global media and marketing industry. Because the best are short of time, our guests answer only six questions in less than 20 minutes. We get to learn what is behind their success, what it takes to make change in the industry, and what the rest of us can hope to learn from that experience. I'm delighted to say that my guest for this episode is Natasha Volpini, Senior Global Media Manager at the Heineken Company, where she oversees the global media agenda and is heading the development of the future media operating model, of which I'm very proud to say that IDCOMS uh, supported Natasha on. So, Natasha. Hi, guys. Hello, Hello gentlemen. Where are you? There you are. There you are. How are you, Natasha? Lovely to see you again. You Lovely well? to see you. Delighted to be here. Thank you so much. Good. Well, thank you for joining us on Media Snack Meets. And um, I've been really looking forward to, to our conversation today. So you know the format, six questions, 20 minutes or less. Uh, are you ready to get cracking? Yes, let's go for it. Right. Question one. So for those out there that perhaps, you know, don't know the role of a media leader within an organization, can you just share a little bit about what you do and what you do for Heineken and perhaps one or two of the things that you're most proud of, of the work that you've done? Okay. So I'm responsible for the, I have a, a global media role in Heineken. Uh, I oversee the media investment uh, across the globe. Uh, we also support the market with media recommendations, metric, the role of channels, uh, also new platforms, uh, especially with this fast pacing changing in, in our industry. Uh, we are also responsible for the media partnerships. So um, everything that will allow markets to build a strong communication planning. So this is prim primarily my role. Uh, nowadays in, in, in Heineken. And uh, we are now in a big transformational shift. Uh, we just changed our CEO uh, last summer. Mm -hmm. And since then, we are building our long-term strategy. We are, we are shaping this strategy. And obviously, media, it's one of the chapters of this new strategy. As you said before, uh, it was a pleasure that we worked together and we could build and shape what the, the new uh, role of media will look like in the future. And now I'm the, in the fun part of implementing it and make uh, it become a reality and, and make it uh, a true. So yeah, this is uh, my role. Very good. And and what are the things that you're most proud of? I mean, you've, you've gone through a fairly exciting uh you know 18 months with uh, with heineken with the redevelopment of the 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 operating model the rollout of that as you say you've got a new kind of leadership team that presumably also needed to to become onboarded with that as an idea um you know what are the things that you're kind of most proud of the work that you've done most recently 
Yeah, actually, what I'm most proud of, not just recently, is really being part of those huge organization shifts. It's the time that we are able to shape how uh, media could fuel the growth of the company. So mm -hmm. I really like this. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm luckily enough to be in this position for a, a, a few times. So it's like the third time that I'm working in redesigning the operating model and, and uh, redefining what is the role of media and how media can fuel this growth uh, of long term and short term uh, for our brands. So I'm really proud of it. And I'm proud because when you do this, this big organization shift, uh, after one or two years, you can look back and really see uh, part of what you have done and your contribution to the company. So those are the things that I'm most proud of. Very well said. Very well said. Right. Question number two. Uh, what is the best thing about working in media? Well, I'm passionate uh, about media. I really love to work in media. I've been in this industry uh, for more than 10 years, specifically working with media. And what I love, it's, it's our agenda. It's super dynamic. I used to work and I keep working in companies that have more than just one single product. So this dynamic of changing the, the topic of working with different brands and, and working with different media partners, it really brings a super fresh uh, to an everyday job. So there is no routine and yeah. I really love it. And it's a, it's the, the industry, it's really changing and we are being super lucky to be in this transformational of the, the industry right now. So I think this is also something that I really love. The fact that there is always emerging platforms, there is always new metrics and all the, the industry is changing uh, constantly. And what we have done probably a year and a half ago, yeah. it's it's not anymore the, the best uh, 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 media strategy. So we need to be super open, super flexible to change and also curious because it's, it's a constant learning journey because mm. there is always new things. So we also need to be uh, open and, and tune on what's going on in the market. So I really love this. And how, how easy is that as a, as a media leader to, to keep your finger on the pulse of, of innovation? As you say, it is so, so fast paced, so dynamic. Uh, things that were relevant 18 months ago perhaps are becoming tired now. How do you as a media leader with all the other things that you need to do, how do you keep on top of, of trends and, and, and the innovation within the industry? Yeah, I think this is a hard one, especially now that we are changing completely the way that we work because we're working from home. We are not so exposed yeah. to events and, and now everything is virtual. So I think it's keep, it's keep uh, 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 being uh, in the industry events, it's keep reading things, articles and now podcasts and yeah. really uh, be tuned on, on what is going on and, and also be curious to download new platforms in your mobile and go by yourself and yeah and talk with teenagers they're also a very good source of information yeah. i have an 11 years old boy at home so yeah he's also helping me 
to in this this discovery. But I think I think the industry it's flourishing right now, and we are now uh, already uh, understanding how is working from home and how is this virtual setup. So I think it's it's been a bit easier to keep the space going. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think it's that sense of curiosity. All of the great media leaders that that I speak to that I know within the industry have a, an innate sense of of curiosity about the industry not only a passion but a curiosity they want to they want to learn they want to investigate they want to explore different ways of of, of bringing smart media ideas to their organizations very good right yeah um, and i think i think also like those uh wfa for example and yeah. other associations it's also super good because can provoke peer-to-peer -peer conversations Absolutely. And I think it's 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 an amazing way to understand what other companies are doing and how we can evolve as a company, as as an organization. Couldn't agree with you more. Question number three. This is a tricky one, so I think I'd struggle with this. What is the biggest industry challenge? Wow, well, I think digital is a challenge in itself. Uh, and it's a constant pay, change pace environment. And because of it, I think it's 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 a big challenge. I think we as a marketeers, as a media professionals, what we need to do is build uh, strong and strategic media plans uh, to fuel the growth of, of, of our brands. Mm -hmm. And we need to look to the consumer and put the consumer uh, as, as, as the first in this process. So consumer journey, it's crucial. Uh, uh, to build a strong and good uh, plan. But the industry and the, the three big giants are putting the walls even higher. So the wall gardens are really uh, uh, um, not, re not helping us to build this omni-channel plans. So I think this is one of the, of the, of the big challenges. And recent uh, changes with the cookless word uh, and all the data privacy, uh, so the, the usage of data in advertising is completely changing. And we'll see those changes in, in, in the uh, short uh, uh, period, in the short uh, future. And I think we always look for ways to measure what we do and looks way to, and look ways to uh, uh, prove that what we're doing, it's, it's, it's really bringing value to our brands and to our company and, and fueling this growth. So I think the ability to be more, uh, more predictive instead of pres prescriptive, it's probably one of the most key questions that the market have. So, and it, it, it's unfortunately becoming harder and harder because with wall gardens and the, the, the cookless word, it will become even harder to measure, to really uh, understand uh, and compare likes for likes. So I think this is probably the, the biggest challenge that we have uh, as, a, as a media professional right now. Absolutely, absolutely. But when we get what well, we will get that right, when we get that right, then the ability to illustrate the value of a media investment rather than simply the the price of it is is the future. Absolutely right. Excellent. Right. Uh, question number four. What is the best leadership advice you've perhaps ever received? Uh, I think companies are made by people. 
And what I believe, and I, I heard it before, is that really manager is the person that could unleash and really empower the team. So I think it's how you can build a cohesive and, and stronger team, how you nurture the talents. And once you have a stronger team, you can collaborate with each other and, and deliver more value to the company. And uh, as a media lead, we know that we have fairly small teams, but we have a big extended team that it's our agencies, our strategic partners. So how you build stronger teams, how you make sure that everybody it's really aligned on what are the objectives, what are the goals of the company and what is the, the what is the strategic view and make sure that everybody is, is just going to uh, towards the same direction. So I think this is probably the best advice that I ever received. It's about people. It's about who are behind the, the the projects, who are behind the work that that we need to deliver. So once we have it, once we have strong teams, then I think we can achieve uh, everything that we never imagined. Very good. We can't remember. We can't ever forget that we are a people business, right? Absolutely. I love that. Very good advice. Okay. Question number five, Natasha. Uh, outside of work, what is your personal passion? Um, my personal passion is my family. Uh, I really love to spend time with them. Um, and I also love sports, love nature and love sports. So, uh, the way that I really get out of my meeting environment and rewind is the time that I go for a cycle or I go for a run or I do yoga. So I think those are the things that really fuse me, uh, and, and really recharge myself for another day. And of course, working from a, uh, for a beer company, I wouldn't uh, uh, say that I really have a pleasure to sit down in a bar with friends and, and have some fun and, and a good chat. So I think this is uh, uh, primarily the, the reason why we exist is really to bring this, this joy uh, and, and, and uh, good moments between families and friends. Very well said. Okay, last one. What are your hopes for the, you know, the year, the months and the year ahead? Well, I think it's so obvious now it's massive vaccination. I'm really looking forward to get out of this pandemic and I, I'm super happy that this is now happening. Mm -hmm. uh, as we speak, more, more and more people are being vaccinated and I'm really looking forward for the reopening so we can have our life back. I think since the, the pandemic started, we, just, we, we talked about what is the new, the, the new normality, how yeah. it's going to be our life. And I think now is the time that we are getting back to our normal lives, if I can say like this. And I think it would be a, an adaptation period uh, for it in everything, not just in our personal lives and the way that we make business, but also how how consumers are reacting to brands. So I think it's a super good learning journey for us and also to be uh, still very with the pools to understand how 
this this is going to be and how the consumer behavior it's going to to be in few months from now we mm -hmm. saw a lot of increases in tv audiences for example when yeah. people be able to get out of their homes we probably see the decrease of it but we also see a huge spike in 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 online shopping and i don't think this will get uh, uh to the to the numbers that we had prior to the pandemic. So mm -hmm. I think as a professional, we also need to adapt to this new reality. So I'm looking forward. Very good. Natasha Volpini, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure and a delight. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me and looking forward for the next sessions. Who would you like to meet on future episodes? Please let us know in the comments below. Subscribe to our channel where you will also find previous guests including leading media executives from companies like P&G, L'Oreal, Mars, Mastercard and many more. Plus some of the industry's most provocative thought leaders such as Belinda Smith, Jerry Dakin, Professor Mark Ritson, Nadine Cart-McHugh and Gary Vaynerchuk. You can also subscribe to get new episodes each week and if you like this episode and think someone else would then please do share it. Thanks so much for watching.